0: Hey guys, welcome back to The Fig Tree. Today is the 2nd, February 2nd, 2023. How are you? Praying your strength in the Lord, that you're persevering, that you're running the race, that you're laying aside every weight. Okay, lay them aside. Lay aside those weights and the sins that can ensnare you. We are told, we are commanded, we are exhorted to lay them aside. Uh, We are going through John chapter 19 today. Uh, weighty subjects, possibly or clearly the heaviest that you can talk about, which is the resurrection. We are going to be talking about the cross. We're going to deep dive into it and there is no way I can cover this in one section. Um, This is going to be beefy. Uh, We're talking about the cross today. Uh, We're talking about and it's multi-dimensional. It is multifaceted. What the Lord went through is staggering. Uh, Too much information to cover. Um, A little bit of an overwhelming subject, but we're going to Uh, walk our way through it slowly. Note that there is an S at the end of that because when the Lord resurrected, it wasn't just him. People came with him. We're going to talk about that. Uh, John chapter 19 today. Grab your pens, get some notes. Uh, You might need to listen to this twice because we're going to be unpacking things slowly. I have to move slowly, all right, because there's, there's simply just, there's too much information that we are that we're going through, like I said, you know, God is going after Pilate, Pilate seeking to release the Lord. I believe Pilate is a believer by the time the Lord is done interviewing Pilate, and it is Pilate's interview. Uh, You know, they think that Jesus is being interviewed and he's questioning the Lord, but really it's the general of heaven questioning a fellow general. Pilate was a a person in charge of soldiers, okay? He was a knight. This is a soldier, someone trained in the art of warfare and tactics from one general to another. And uh, I find it staggering that these people understood God. And Pilate was also clearly afraid. We talked about that, okay? He was afraid. He was even more afraid. Pilate was exceedingly, there was godly fear on this man, Especially when he heard what he said, because he made himself the son of God, that's what the Jews were saying, and once Pilate put two and two together, he was more afraid, because his wife knew God was dealing with Pilate's household here, and Pilate gets to a point here where he sought to release the Lord. And uh, you know, and then, of course, he kept saying, the Lord is your king. Behold your king. Shall I crucify your king? Pilate was a believer in his heart by the time the Lord was done. Something switched with Pilate. He was being transformed, present tense. Okay? His theology was changing. His doctrine about Christ, who he was. Behold your king. Shall I crucify your king? And then he writes, you know, king of the Jews. And he doesn't even write it in one language. It's three. Okay, he wrote it uh, in Hebrew, Greek, and Latin. He wanted to make sure that everyone, don't say that, no, no, he's not our king. Pilate says, what I have written, I have written. It's absolutely fabulous. We're going to dive into this. There's so much to cover, all right? And uh, we're going to do that by the enabling of God's presence. Uh, back to the fasting and praying, we are going to be adding Friday to our schedule, Okay. Friday is going to be added. Um, I I left it out, but I was praying on it, and I clearly felt the need to put that in there. So those of you who can cover tomorrow with fasting and praying, go ahead and do that, okay? And again, we're going to be fasting and praying, okay? We're going to go right up to February 18th, all right? And we're going to be covering the whole week, Sunday. Sunday to Friday, okay? Sunday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. The whole week, all right, guys? The goal is for each of us, To cover as many days as we can. United, we can cover the whole week. And we're going to let the Holy Spirit do that. He will be the one to impress upon you which day to cover. Some of you can do Monday and Tuesdays, two days in a row. Some of you can do Wednesday and Thursday. Some of you can do Friday. Some of you can do Saturday and Sunday. All right, those of you who are adept, you can do more days, three or four days in a row. However, the Lord guides you. Maybe it's just a Saturday. Go by the leading of the Lord because He's going to be the one orchestrating this prayer schedule, and when we get up to heaven, we can see how we did, all right, because I firmly believe there's going to be people covering every single day of the week, and that's the point, and of course, there will be those of us covering uh, the same days, and that's going to be beautiful as well, because we need multiplied, unified praying, many of us will be covering the same days, today is a deep dive, a day that many of us are fasting and praying, some of us are going to go in on Friday as well, all right, so let's do that, to the praise, honor, and glory of Jesus Christ to ally ourselves. Allegiance, okay, fidelity and honor. We can do that. Okay? If you need help with your fasting and praying, the comment section will be opened for you. Um for praying. For fasting and prayer, accountability. All right. Some of you need that. We could do it together. And then that's why it's going to be open. We don't want any rude comments or argumentative or inflammatory. That'll be removed by the moderators, okay? We have a prayer team. This is a ministry that is a praying ministry, all right? We're here to pray with you as you seek the Lord. We will cover your consecrated time period of of seeking God with steadfast praying. We will pray for you, all right? So if you need any extra support, maybe you're new to fasting and praying, okay? Uh, Let us know. You know, there will be people here. We will pray for you. We'll write your name down and we'll. We'll, we'll do that okay because that's what wise virgins do also if you want to just a little fun thing that you could do is you could tell us what state you're you're fasting and praying from that that's an encouragement to others you know if you're praying from Oregon or Idaho or you know Iowa wherever you're wherever you're praying from here uh let us know okay and uh that's an encouragement to us to see where the Lord is raising people up to pray from okay so that you don't have to that's just something that if you feel pressed to do that you can let us know your name and where you're praying from. Or just where you're praying from, what state or what place that you're praying from. And that's an encouragement to see that there's wise virgins in different areas, especially for those who are new. Okay? Again, we're here to support you as you dive in with steadfast fasting and praying. Okay? So the comment section will be open for you. And even if you have a prayer request, we will pray for you with that as well. All right? All right here. And again, this is going to be 24 hours. uh, Water only. 24 hour. Water only fasting and praying no carbs no sugars no honey (laughs) Um, just water only fasting and praying you can add in things like peppermint tea if you want peppermint is fabulous doesn't have any stimulants to it really really good to help the stomach out but the leading of the lord the point is we need arrows of prayer all right fasting and praying all right we we need that to align ourselves with the lord both in spiritual alignment lord come today come now you, you're journaling you're writing you're talking to God you're dedicating an entire day you're going with water only you, you know it man shall not live by bread alone but every word of God okay it's what we can do as ambassadors we can call out to the king and honestly it's 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 aligning ourselves because where do you know the holy spirit is saying come that's what the bible says the spirit says come it, you know, he can talk okay the holy spirit says what the lord is saying all right? They're one. They're unified. The Holy Spirit is literally saying, come. And if you're a part of the Lord, the bride is also going to say, come. All right, It's Maranatha. All right? And we, we do that with fasting and praying. It's calling out as ambassadors. It's been lost. People, I, I, I don't understand why more don't do it, but again, you, you can't do, you can't pray, come, um, if you are in idolatry, All right, because you're saying, come to something else. Come my vacation home come my 401k come over here it's it's a different come that many are calling they're choked out by cares and riches uh as for me i'm going to praise the lord i'm going to worship him and i'm going to be an ambassador that's cr- that's crying out lord come come today come now because that's our role all right okay that's it for that if you need prayer support if you need if you have a prayer requests Uh, And maybe you're joining in for the first time to fasting and praying these prayers of alignment where we're crying out as one together. Uh, You know, let us know where you're coming from and let us know what your prayer need is and we will pray for you. All right. Amen. All right, guys, we're going to jump in. We are going to jump in here and do our best as we cover the cross, uh, the resurrection. Uh, This is a very, very heavy Um, topic to cover here and this is going to be a soldier's perspective on the cross because the soldiers were here they were there to see it all right and um, many things happened uh, at the cross many things the the veil was torn an earthquake rocks were split graves were open people appeared uh, people that were asleep were raised the dead raised it's almost like the dead in christ these were saints who had fallen asleep. It literally says they were raised. There was a resurrection event. All right. And then it says they came out of the graves, but it was after his resurrection, basically after the Lord appeared, after the Lord was raised and resurrected, then these people came out of the graves. But first they were raised, All right? It's it, they were raised first. And then when the Lord, you know, was resurrected, then it says they went into the holy city and appeared to many. First, the lord had to, to resurrect then they went out into the holy city and appeared to many all right just amazing the the uh, chronology of that they were raised first and then they had to wait until the lord raised and then they went out into the city both of them both the lord was appearing to people and then these people we don't even know how many there were whoever they were whatever their number was it says they went into the holy city and they appeared to many all right these were people who were previously dead and they just appeared boom Hello, and we don't even know how long they were there. Probably the same time period. I'm guessing that if they had to wait until the Lord resurrected, I'm guessing when the Lord went up into the clouds and went to heaven, I'm guessing they went with him. But we don't know. We don't. We don't know how that information went. It just says they went into the holy city and they appeared to many, and it was after his resurrection. Okay, so there were so many things that happened, um, and we're gonna we're gonna do our best to dive into that. But first. We have to take our time to understand we're going to do it in order. We'll see how far we get. We have to talk about the mockery of Christ first and foremost. And this mockery didn't last long, but he was mocked. He gave his beard to be ripped. He was beaten. He was flogged. Uh, he was spit on. Uh, bad things happened. They mocked him just uh, egregiously. This was awful. Okay, But we're going to talk about this. A soldiers perspective on the cross and many other things as well lord we thank you for your word we thank you for the for the praise of your glory lord we present our bodies today as a living sacrifice holy and acceptable by the blood of jesus lord we pray for these of uh, the wise virgins who are um engaging in steadfast praying today lord that you would be with them father um that you would strengthen them as they seek you lord with fasting with praying with crying out maranatha lord with journaling with seeking you out first as we should lord so many are choked out with many cares, uh, with many different burdens, Lord. Martha's, or those who are drifting and wandering and, and departure of the first love. And Lord, we thank you for those who you're raising up, Lord. Raise up more to fast and pray, Lord, and align their hearts with you. Lord, we, we pray for your word, for for the distribution of your word today, Lord. And I declare openly that I am unworthy to wield the command of your word. There is no human alive that is worthy to wield the command of your word to any capacity. We are all unworthy, Lord. Your servants, your elders. And um we bow the knee before you, Lord Jesus. We thank you for the command of your word. We thank you, Lord, that it's for us as food, as life, as strength, that we could look at this event, that this series of events that happened in history for us to examine, to consider and to bow down and worship you over, and to give you thanks. Lord, we thank you for your word, and for the greatness therein. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, guys, let's dive in here. We're going to go deep. Let's talk about this mockery. It didn't last long, but it happened, as it will happen to you, especially if you're walking with the Lord. It will happen. All right, six groups of people mocked Christ. I counted six, six groups, the number of man. This was while the Lord was working, all right, He was up on that cross, and he wasn't just sitting up there doing nothing. He, all right, This was a mechanic. God was working. He who knew no sin became sin for us, that we might be the righteousness of Christ in him. He was working. Things were being laid on him. But while this was happening, he was clearly being mocked. How would you like to be mocked while you're working? Hmm? That's tough. Here he is working. He's, his back is scarred, is still bleeding. The crown of thorns is on his head. That's pressed in, that's hurting. I mean, this is, this is intense mastery of concentration here. And while he's working, he's being mocked. Okay? So let's read this. Matthew gives us a lot of information. Now, we're in John chapter 19, but I'm going to be moving back and forth here. Um, because there are people that start to blaspheme him here. And those who passed b- by blasphemed him now they're wagging their heads okay tells us this now the first group is likewise the chief priests also they're mocking him now mocking with the scribes and elders so you've got chief priests scribes and elders they're mocking group one two and three they're mocking even the robbers who were crucified with him they're mocking him they're not just that but they're reviling him uh, they seem to be calling him names. That's reviling. Almost a hatred. This is spiritual evil. Why would a robber? Just, and again, the, they're going to change. These thieves, just as Pilate was being shifted and his doctrine was literally, in present tense, being changed. God was tweaking and God was working on Pilate. God's working on the very people that are mocking him at this point. And it starts off with them mocking. okay? And not only that, but they're reviling him. That's dark okay he's he's working here the sin of the world being laid on his holy righteous eternal spotless soul and they're reviling him while he's working okay it's kind of like you working on a car and if the car could speak and saying oh you don't know what you're doing ha 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 you think you could fix my engine and and the car is mocking you while you're trying to adjust the car i'm in the analogy that i'm using here obviously you're not a car but What I'm saying is human beings, the very creatures that he made, are literally mocking him while he's trying to save them. Lord, forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. It had to hurt. Yes, they did not know what they were doing, but clearly it had to hurt. Words, I mean, they hurt, especially when you're you're trying to save someone. All right? But even the rulers with him sneered, saying, He saved others, let him save himself, if he is the Christ. The chosen of God, they knew what he said. They're literally repeating his words to him. Scary. Now the soldiers also mocked him. Now these are knights. Alright, these soldiers were trained uh, athletes. They were knights. And they mocked him, coming and offering him sour wine, saying, that's in Luke. Luke tells us, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. And I wonder if there if if there wasn't a hint of of even belief in there clearly you know there was mocking but i'm wondering here sometimes i wonder that maybe there was some of them who honestly did believe like Pilate, and they wanted him to save himself but he didn't lo i come in the volume of the book it is written of me to do thy will they're mocking him but he could not save himself he came to offer himself for the sins of every wise virgin that would come to believe on him That was his mission. This is why he was in Gethsemane weeping, not just because of the cross, but because of of the sin of his people that would be thrusted upon his holy soul, the one who knew no sin in eternity past. It wasn't a part of his equation until now. It was something that he would have to taste, that he had never tasted before, ever before, something brand new. I tell you, the bravery, the courage. We can't really get a hold of that because we have not been eternally holy stretching into eternity past. Okay? The Lord is ancient. And he was, Peter, put away your sword. Shall I not drink the cup? All right? My my father has prepared for me something that was prepared for him. Shall I not drink it, Peter? Put it away. Peter, I came for this. Not only that, but Peter, didn't you just see him blow down thousands of soldiers? Whom seek ye, Jesus of Nazareth? And he says, I am, and they all go down. Total control at all times. And he's being mocked while, he, while he's literally in the process of actively saving these people. You know, the sins of the world, both Gentiles and, and those who would come to believe. Okay, He received terrible treatment from the soldiers as well. What did they do? They twisted a crown of thorns. Look, look at the twisting here. They made that. They put it on his head. <sighs> terrible. And then and then Matthew twenty seven twenty nine, they bowed the knee before him. Other soldiers mocked him. Hail King of the Jews. Terrible. So they're mocking him and mockery. Now this did not last. He's working. Their mockery is about to turn into terrible fear in a second, where they're about to be afraid. And their doctrine is about to be adjusted in real time, all right. And in, in, in a matter of hours, they would go from mocking him, these soldiers, to literally believing and saying this was the Son of God. Okay. And not, not only that, but they were mocking. They were also mocking Pilate because Pilate's the one who wrote on the inscription, "This is Jesus, the King of the Jews," and I believe Pilate meant it um, because he literally sought to release the Lord. He sought. He sought to release him. He could not prevail at all. A tumult was rising. These people wanted him. They wanted the thief Barabbas. Okay, this was not. This was an angry, thirsty scene where they wanted the Lord. Um, Save yourself. The scribes, the elders, uh, even the robbers getting in on the action. Okay, now things are about to change here, quickly, because, like I said, the Ancient of Days, the General of the Armies of Heaven, is at work he's working okay the sins of the world is going to be thrusted upon his soul at this time period the same one who was at the burning bush with moses uh who's who sent you tell them i am sent to you okay uh i am that i am he would say to moses this ancient one is working okay uh fearless concentration i needed to get the scene here the sins of every wise virgin would be thrusted upon him. Uh, Rebecca, Susie, Michael, John, all of us, 2021, 2022, 2023, 2019. Okay? The woman in labor, 2,000 years. Those grafted in. He's working. This is where we met him. If you're a believer, you met the Lord right here, right 2,000 years ago. Somewhere around that time period. Where your sins met him, and that righteousness was transferred. He who knew no again, he who knew no sin became something. He became sin for us. All right. He did it. He did it for his father. Lo, I come in the volume of the book. He did it because it was written of him that he would do it. He laid his life down. Okay. He's working. He's working. He's working. This was fearless, brave concentration, and they're mocking him. And it's about the change quickly about the change it still happened it still stings but now there's a darkness that's about to come right the soldiers are about to experience a spiritual darkness that was extreme spiritual darkness the mockery stopped right there i guarantee it not a word was spoken when this thing hit whatever it was this was darkness this was a darkness above darkness okay and we get a little hint of that. Luke 23:44. Now it was about the sixth hour. There was darkness over all the earth. Okay, Luke tells us it was over the whole world. You didn't even have to be at the foot of the cross to experience this darkness. You could have been a continent away. This darkness was the real thing. Extreme spiritual wickedness. This was no ordinary darkness. This wasn't a oh yeah you know it was just some clouds passed by uh, uh, overhead. This darkness was the real that was the real deal we get a taste of it here um let's see here Alright, now it was about the sixth hour and there was darkness over all the earth until the ninth hour right we know it was the earth because that's what the bible says over all the earth it wasn't just your neighborhood it covered the whole planet um how's that for darkness not only that but it says the sun was darkened and the veil of the temple was torn in two luke 23 44 okay i need to get a hold of this these are two separate events okay first event the darkness was over all the earth okay it says the darkness was over the earth before the sun was darkened all right they paralleled each other they, these were twin events the sun being darkened only added to the spiritual darkness that was already cloaking the earth this was a darkness upon more darkness, like a layered darkness. You didn't need the sun to be darkened in order to comprehend what was happening. Yet, it happened. The darkness was over all the land. Luke says the darkness was over all the earth. The darkness was over all the earth until the ninth hour. And then it says, then, look at the then, then. It's an addition to this darkness that was over all the earth. Then. The sun was darkened. Okay? That's when the veil of the temple was torn in two. All right? I need you to get a hold of this, because there's there's only been a few times in the Bible where it talks about a great darkness over the earth, over all the lands. All right? This darkness, I believe, was pure evil, and Christ took it head on. He was at the epicenter of this darkness. All right? Powerful. Okay? Okay? There was a few times. I believe there was another darkness that could be felt. I think this darkness was also a darkness that could be felt as well. That was, Then the Lord said to Moses, Stretch out your hand toward heaven, and there may be that there may be darkness over the land of Egypt. Darkness, which may even be felt. Exodus chapter 10, 21. All right? This was great darkness that came over the land with Christ, the general of heaven, descending over the entire earth. I believe this darkness was was a greater darkness than what happened at Pharaoh's time. It was far greater, far greater, right? That's just my personal conviction. Um, This was darkness that not only could be felt, but I believe it was a darkness that was great. And the Roman guards, you know, (laughs) I have questions. These are questions that I have. This darkness, it it was a double or triple darkness. It's a darkness that covered the land, all right? Luke says it was a darkness that was over the earth okay and then it says the sun was darkened okay my question is they probably had to get out torches just to see if it was that dark and it was because the darkness was over over the earth and then it says the sun was darkened on top of that it was a spiritual darkness clearly right would a torch work that's a question that i have would a torch give its light if if these roman guards lighted a torch to see would the torch be able to shine in this darkness? You know, it reminds me of Revelation 18. Where it says, The light of a lamp shall not shine in you anymore. Lamps not working. I think it's also in Re- Revelation where it says that um, there's a darkness that falls upon uh, the Antichrist's kingdom. Okay? This was a great darkness. Alright? And these soldiers were there to experience it. Whatever this darkness was. They experienced the darkness. They were at the epicenter of it. It was over the whole earth. So they were at ground zero. They were there at the foot of this thing. Would a torch work? All right? I bet everyone got silent. and That's when the mockery stopped. All right? What's going on here? Because up until this point, they're blaspheming him. They're wagging their heads. Uh, The chief priests are getting in on the action. They're mocking. The scribes and the elders, they're doing the same. Even the robbers are are reviling him which is a bad word they there seems to be this spiritual hatred for christ all of them all at the same time just ganging up on the holy spotless righteous son of god this man of war he's no weakling he could take it and he did okay it doesn't say that the lord returned he opened not his mouth he was silent doesn't say a word in here about the lord um you know profaning them back or reviling them back or maligning them or none of that he's silent and now the darkness comes and it's over the, the whole earth he's working okay he's working alright his soul is, is being tested and tried he is there, he, we can only understand so much of it the strength of the Lord taking upon every sin upon his upon his soul Susie Rebecca Michael 2021, 2023, okay, 1940, 1950, 1960, your grandparents, all of these wise virgins who would come to believe, I'm talking authentic faith, not these pretenders, not the, all right, these are the ones who come to believe on him, it's belief, it's authentic saving faith. Not these fakers and these weaklings that are out there running around playing the spiritual harlot under every green tree where God has to beg them to return home. I'm talking the real deal. All right? mean, you Confess your sins before the Lord that he's faithful and just to forgive you. It's in, He's right there. Come back home. He's there. He's there to wash you and to cleanse you, to restore you. Reconciliation. Spiritual reconciliation. But it was here that this time and space ripped open uh, where this darkness is now covering and it happened in broad daylight they were mocking him previously this is why we have to take our time here they were mocking him at broad daylight and then boom darkness and i have questions christ was silent through this darkness there's not a recorded word that he says was this this was this one was this the event When the sins of every wise virgin that would be thrusted upon his soul? Was this when it happened? This darkness that was over the whole world? It was over all the earth. How fitting that it was over all the earth when there's people over all the earth. It's like time and space, just. And it just, whatever this event was, it covered the whole world. Was this when the sins of the world? Across time, across the 2,000 year period? I don't know. Whatever it was, the sun was also darkened. It was a, it was a double, it was a triple darkness event. This spiritual darkness was already present before the sun went out. This was a creepy event. This would have, this would have shaken the most stern of soldiers. And we're going to talk about them in a moment because they're, they're mocking the Lord too. But their attitude changes really fast. All right. They were afraid. It says that the Bible will tell us that they were greatly afraid. These were trained knights with armor. Why would they be afraid of of, of someone dying on a cross? It says they were greatly afraid. We'll talk about that in a, if we get the moment. But the soldiers were going through their own transformation. Their own doctrine was was being adjusted. And first, fear, godly fear. Godly fear. They had to experience it. God was working. Oh, there were so many things that were going on here. It's too, too much to count. God is the ultimate multitasker, okay? He knows how to bring home drifting, wandering, backsliding, wayward souls that hate God and mock him and don't want anything to do with it. And the first recipe they need is tremendous fear. And it's godly fear, all right? And then they need godly sorrow, all right? And then there's repentance. The, the chariot of repentance that takes you to salvation in Christ, Alright? It's a counseling session. That's why God was talking to Pilate and counseling him, okay? And helping him out. What is truth? Pilate would say, what is truth? Well, at the end of their, at the end of God interviewing Pilate, Pilate was saying, I don't, he was, how can I let him loose? How can I free him? He was planning on it, okay? So we do know that the, this darkness lifts, all right? It's deep darkness. I believe a darkness that could be felt. A darkness that goes right back to to Egypt and Pharaoh. A darkness that could be felt, covering the whole world. Then, boom, the sun goes out as well. Even more dark. No one's running. No one's speaking either. And what they hear, coming out of this darkness, is, My God, my God, why? Why have you forsaken me? And he shouted it. He said it with a loud voice. Why? Eli, Eli. Lama sabachthani. Why? Why? He said it with a loud voice. He didn't whisper it. I just find that fascinating. Why didn't he say, Why have you forsaken me before the darkness covered the whole earth? This tells me that this darkness he it was completed all right now he's speaking about and uh, about the ninth hour jesus cried out okay why didn't jesus cry out at the sixth hour when the darkness hit it seems to be that the darkness was beginning to part we know it's parting because look what happens it's the ninth hour jesus was not speaking at the sixth hour okay when the darkness came Jesus was not speaking when they were mocking him either, when they were blaspheming him, when the robbers got in and started reviling him, he was not speaking. He did not speak at the sixth hour either, when the darkness covered the whole land, when the sun went out, okay? He wasn't speaking. He was working. He was concentrating. There goes Rebecca. Okay? Susie, Michael. Two thousand, you know, uh you know, uh twenty eighteen believers. You know, nineteen fifty the years that would pass, this 2,000 year journey, okay, this darkness that was coming, I think it was comprehensive, multidimensional, clearly, more than one thing, pure evil obviously, but he's not speaking, he's working this darkness hits they stop the mocking now the ninth hour Jesus is now crying out with a loud voice he's shouting, why have you forsaken me? why didn't he say that at when the darkness hit okay the lord didn't forsake him when this darkness hit the first time but now that the darkness is starting to part he's saying why have you forsaken me and i and i know that because listen it's the ninth hour now he's speaking now someone's running immediately one of them ran trust me this person was not running in the darkness okay immediately one of them and it's the soldiers the soldiers ran took a sponge filled it with sour wine offered it to him they would not have been able to offer him a drink in darkness it was too dark they're offering the lord no doubt they had it on a a stick or some kind of a ladder that they can get that drink up to the lord this sour wine the lord was on a he was on the cross okay and he's speaking now. it's the ninth hour. he wasn't speaking at the sixth hour. He wasn't speaking when they were blaspheming him and mocking him, but now he's calling they thought he was calling for Elijah. okay. now one of them ran and took a sponge. This tells me that the darkness was starting to part. all right because you can't run in the dark, not when the sun goes out. boom, not when the spiritual darkness hits and covers the whole world. all right This was a darkness that was intense. I need you to get that. It had to be terrifying to witness. Sheer, hyper-darkness. And it lasted for hours. And then out of the darkness, you hear, Why have you forsaken me? That had to be a gripping event. These soldiers are right there. They were at ground zero. The darkness was over the whole world. okay. And then the sun went out to make it even worse. that had to be terrifying, even for a soldier to witness that. And then you hear a shout quiet for hours. No one's saying a word. You can't run because it's dark. Let's blindfold you. Okay? Then try to run. It's like trying to run in a cave. In a cave, it's pure pitch dark. You can't run. You're going to trip. Okay? Darkness lifts and then out of that you hear a shout. Why? He's without information. He's asking why. God, forsaken of God. Why? And then you- Suddenly, one of them starts to run. They take that sponge. They would not have been able to offer him a drink in the darkness. That's how I know this darkness had lifted at the ninth hour. At least enough for them to run. All right? So, I, I just wanted to talk about that, because now the Lord's about to shout. All right? Now, he's about to shout. After he asks, why? Okay? I don't understand all of this. Why didn't he ask why when the darkness began? Why did he ask why? towards the end it tells me that there was something that he had to endure okay Um, and clearly the Lord was with him when he began to endure this darkness over the earth the sun went out he only asks why have you forsaken me at the ninth hour when this darkness starts to lift or at least lift enough so that one of them can run and take a sponge and fill it with sour wine you can't run in the dark Especially if that was a soldier and a knight with armor on. They wanted to see if Elijah was going to come. Let us see. That's another thing. The darkness had to have lifted. Because look, let us see. You can't see in the darkness. The darkness lifted, clearly. Let us see if Elijah comes. So the darkness clearly lifted at the ninth hour. That's a creepy time period of spiritual, supreme darkness over the whole earth. Okay? Okay. This is my conviction that it's likely the sin of the world was starting to be laid upon him. Who knows? We don't know. We just don't know. There's just too much information here. But this is what we do know. He asks, why? Okay? At some point, there was a departure of the presence of his father. Otherwise, he would not have said, why have you forsaken me? All right? Um. God the Father, there's some type of forsaking. There's some kind of where he had to endure something. Was it at some point where the father left during the six to nine hours intervals? This darkness that was over the earth? It, clearly, this was a supremely spiritual, wicked darkness. At some point, did the father's presence leave him? We don't know. He wouldn't have cried out with a loud voice. when the, This is a shout, by the way. When it says a loud voice, he's saying, Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani. Okay, this is this is deep, penetrating. Why have you forsaken me? All right? They're running now. All right? Just painting the picture here. Now he's about to shout. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice and yielded up his spirit. This is a shout. It's a loud voice. And listen, when the Lord shouts, things start to happen. The Lord thunders. Okay? <sighs> Events unfold when he shouts. We already know that. Jesus cried out with a loud voice. He yielded up his spirit. How loud was the Lord's roar? How loud was this shout? Because it says it. It says, "Jesus cried out." Okay. It was loud. All right. He yielded up his spirit. Then, the veil of the temple was torn. Then the earthquake. Then the rocks were split then the graves were opened bodies of the saints people who had died and perished they were raised but this is two separate events here they were raised but they didn't it, it just says they were raised and then it says in coming out of their graves listen after his resurrection so they were raised but they did not come out of their graves until after the lord came out after his resurrection it seems like they waited for him but they were raised right? Many of the bodies of the saints who had fallen asleep were clearly raised. That's what the Bible says. But it was after his resurrection that they went and started showing themselves and appearing to many. It just says, boom, they appeared. They they seem to have the Lord's ability. I'm talking instant teleportation. It just says they appeared. It doesn't say they walked to many. Boom. Good morning. Hi. Oh, Aunt Susie. Hi. And, well, and, of course, doctrine. I'm sure they were talking, too. What's going on here? How are you here? They were likely sharing the gospel. So it's an appearing. They, they uh, boom, they appeared to many. It's a teleportation ability. It doesn't say they walked to many. It says they appeared. They shared the Lord's new uh, body. They shared his new abilities. Okay. They were raised to power, in a way. Not a full raising to power I believe because I think that the rapture is going to be a very special where the dead in Christ are rise rise first then we who are alive and remain. It't doesn't, it doesn't say that they're shining like the sun here. it doesn't say that they're shining like the stars in different frequencies of light. it says they were raised. they can appear as well as the Lord did. Look this is this is intense because this loud voice triggered many events. And that's when it says the soldiers were greatly afraid. It says they feared greatly. You need godly fear. You cannot come to the Lord without godly fear. I don't care who you are. You need to have godly fear and godly sorrow that draws you to repentance. They said truly this was the Son of God. We're missing fear in our generation. It's not present. If you have godly fear, I'm sorry, but you're going to be following the Lord because there's godly fear present if you had been there to see this darkness you would have had godly fear as the soldiers did okay how loud was the voice of the lord when he cried out what was the strength of it these are questions that i have how long did it last it says he cried out with a loud voice this was no whimper this was a victory shout all right because he can't die i mean God says, no one takes my life. I lay it down. If I lay it down, I can take it up again. It says he yielded up his spirit. He's in charge. He's in control. He talked as one who had authority. He told Pilate, he spoke as if he talked about birth. For this purpose, I came into the world. Pilate's thinking, uh, excuse me? Uh, You have power over birth? You're talking about coming into the world of your own accord? Uh, There's there's a lot that you can glean from the, the Lord's words here. His words are spirit and life so he's crying out with a loud voice he yields up his spirit even though his body has been tortured the sins of the world laid on his soul um, the cat of nine tells the beating, and then of course Isaiah where it says that it pleased the Lord to crush him a bruising, an affliction that he took our punishment for the sins, all of that laid upon him It's so much it's just too much information, it's amazing he cried out This was a true warrior's shout. We know this was a warrior's shout. This is the general of the armies of heaven thundering. We know that because events started to trigger instantly. And the soldiers were there to hear it. All right, this shout was powerful. It was powerful enough to make the Roman guards believe. It was powerful enough to make those who were mocking him fear greatly. He roared, in other words. I needed to get that, it's very important. He roared, all right? It, it talks about the Lord thundering, all right? The Roman guards just experienced darkness that was so tangible, that was so penetrating. Unlike anything they felt, he cries out, why hast thou forsaken me? Now he roars, he shouts. And things start to happen. The ground splits. There's an earthquake. The veil is torn. No doubt they could hear the veil from outside. Graves are opening up. Resurrections are happening. It says they were afraid. It said from mocking to great fear. Okay? They feared greatly, the Bible says. And they said truly this was the Son of God. Not truly this was a great man. Not truly this was a prophet. No, truly this was a good teacher. It said... Their doctrine was so adjusted, it says this was the Son of God. Okay? And they needed a little bit more help, because they should have said, this is, you can't kill, you you can't, the Lord can't perish, he's eternal. They said this was. Truly this was, the Son of God. That's how God was working. From mockery to to declaring what Pilate understood. That he's the son of God. They were at ground zero to experience that darkness. When the centurions and those with him who were guarding Jesus saw the earthquake and the things that had happened, they witnessed the earthquake. They witnessed the darkness. Okay, Did a torch shine its light? These are questions I have. I would not be surprised. We go up to heaven. Hey, what really happened on the cross? Can he, I just can. you he, can he, can he fill in the blanks? What happened? I would not be surprised if daddy was, hey, yeah, it was darkness everywhere. I mean no one moved it was a penetrating darkness that you could feel to the bone marrow okay Um, this was an intense day felt across the whole world these guards saw an earthquake they were greatly afraid now he roars and that's what triggered the earthquake it wasn't an earthquake that happened until after he roared until he shouted with this loud voice all right it was a loud voice he cried out with a loud voice that's what i'm trying to tell you here and then things happened that's when the veil was torn all right that's when the earth quaked all right it's as it's, it's as if the earth was responding to this to this holy one to the loud voice of the lord and when he shouts things happen okay the earth quaked and the guards put two and two together I'm, did, did he Did he shout and the earth is quaking? They must have been horrified. This was the Son of God. What is going on here? Because look, when God shouts, it's not the first time that he shouts when things happen. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a whisper, right? It's a whisper. Look, it just says a whisper. See that? It's a whisper. I'm being satirical. Okay. It says with a shout. It's with the the strength of an archangel. Right? That's how great the shout is not only that, but it's a thunder when the Lord thunders talks to us about that. That's when things start to happen. He shouts, the Lord thunders, It's with a trumpet and it's the trumpet of God. all right? Then people are caught up, then the clouds, then it's the air and and then it's this wonderful reality that we're all looking for, okay? We're all waiting for it. and um it's outstanding, all right and they feared greatly those were people who were just mocking him so that's what happened that's what happens when the general of the armies of heaven roars and we are out of time just like that again the Lord thundered from heaven and the most high uttered his voice things happen when he roars when he thunders can you thunder with a voice like his this was a thunder the voice of the Lord the Lord is over the waters the God of glory thunders When he shouted, he thundered, okay? He cried out again with a loud voice, and it was with a loud thunder that he shouted, why have you forsaken me? And that had to shake those soldiers to the core because there was darkness over the whole world, a tangible, a spiritual darkness that was evil, okay? It was a, a spiritual event, and when that event was over at the ninth hour they hear a roar saying why 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 all right somehow in ways that we don't understand there was a departure where the son of god had to endure something by himself we don't we don't know everything we don't have all the information on it but we do know that there was some kind of departure theologians would say that it was god forsaken of god a great mystery okay in the Trinity but he endured it alone whatever that was and then he roars and yields up his spirit that's when the action starts and that's when that earthquakes and the soldiers saw it all okay and they were afraid godly fear very very important we're gonna leave it there guys there's so much information to cover this is just part one on the cross Um, I have to take my time going through it because it's, there's just so much information on this. All right. We're going to be fasting and praying Maranatha. If you have a prayer request, please let us know. We are calling out as ambassadors. We are saying, Lord Jesus, come. We can do that together. It is very important that we align our spirits with the Lord right now while we can before mushroom clouds appear and before the Lord gives this great shout again and shakes everything up. Okay. And be found in alignment with him. Because I tell you, very, very few, very few people are. All right? It's coming. Where we're going to find out who is who. And it's not going to be pretty. There's a lot of people that think they're with him. And they are not. And it's going to be horrifying for them. Be found in prayer. All right? Because we have a role to play. And that's calling out to our king. The one who went through mockery and darkness and affliction for us to win himself a bride who would say, come, and not wait. Because it's so sad that there are people out there saying, wait. That's disturbing material. May it not be you. All right, guys, this is Water Only Fasting and Praying. If you need support, let us know in the comments section, and our prayer team will pray for you. You can let us know what state you're, you're fasting and praying from. That's an encouragement to others, all right, because uh, we're in this together. We are supporting each other, and if you need prayer support, let us know, and we will definitely pray for you. Be well in Jesus' name, and I'll see you. On the next teaching, remember the prayer schedule and put in as many days of fasting and praying as you can right now. It's very important that we do that. All right, look at the schedule in the comments section and let the Lord guide you onto which days He wants you to cover. See you all on the next on the next teaching. You guys take care.